The Teaching with Soul podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is created, the Wajak Noongar people. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today. Hello beautiful teacher and welcome to Teaching with Soul a podcast for heart-led teachers just like you who know there's more to life than seating plans, test scores and behaviour management. This is your space to come back to you. We explore topics like mindfulness, self-care, spirituality, social justice, shifting your beliefs, true rest and so much more. And all through the lens of being a teacher. Because let's be honest, nobody truly understands this industry like we do. This isn't professional development, it's personal development. I'm your host, Jessica Mason, wellness coach for teachers, and I'm so grateful to share this space with you each week. So, take a deep breath, pour yourself a cuppa, and let's dive in. Hello, beautiful teachers, and welcome to the first episode of Teaching with Soul. I am so excited to finally be bringing this to you and to kick off with a little introduction episode because I don't know about you, but when I tune into podcasts, I want to know all that there is to know about the host. I want to know who I'm listening to. I want to hear all about them. And so I thought that I would do an episode to introduce myself to you in case you've never come across me before. Maybe you're one of my clients or my past clients and you do know a little about me. Um, Or maybe you're totally fresh and you're like, who is this Jessica Mason wellness coach for teachers uh, and why should I listen to her podcast? So let's kick things off. So as I said, my name is Jess. Uh, My pronouns are she, her. I live in beautiful Wajak Noongar country uh, in Booraloo or otherwise known as Perth, Western Australia. Um, And I am a former teacher. So it sounds so strange to say that. It is within a week of me not being an educator anymore. And so I will let you know all of my story and how I got to this point. Um, But yeah, I, a former teacher sounds so strange to say teaching has been my life for all of almost 10 years. I spent most of my twenties as a teacher and I assume that most of the people who will be listening to this podcast will be teachers as it is called teaching with soul. Um, but what, what I want this podcast to be, well, what I don't want it to be actually is professional development. We do enough of that. Um, we live as teachers within this realm of constantly thinking about our students, constantly thinking about our class and our work. Um, And I know that to be true because I've lived it. And so my real vision for this podcast is personal development and creating a space where teachers really get to know themselves and can explore and be curious and understand what makes them brilliant um, and create a space where I can support you to own your power. And this is what I do in client sessions, but 
I want this to be a space where uh, all teachers are welcome, but that we can forget that we're teachers. We can shake off those labels, shake off those titles and just remember what it is to be human. And that's that's the space I want to create. So let me take you through the timeline of Jess the human as well as Jess the teacher um, so that you know who you're listening to. So basically, I did not grow up wanting to be a teacher. Uh, I remember having little periods of um, thinking about it as a kid because I was somebody who loved school. I was obsessed uh, with going to school, with learning, with assignments, with projects. I'm one of those weirdos who loved exams. I was all about it. Um, but I didn't truly ever think that I would be a teacher. I actually wanted to sing and I was very into musical theatre and that was the track that I was going down. I was going to audition for WAPA, which is a performing arts school here in Western Australia. Um, I was all about it until I think when I was 16, I began dance teaching uh, within my dance school and fell in love with the teaching aspect of it, of working with children. And this is very (laughs) strange, um, especially I'm someone who doesn't plan on having children in this lifetime. And I've known that about myself for a long time. And so falling in love with teaching and working with children wasn't something that I expected to happen, but I absolutely loved it. And so in my final year of high school, I um, decided to study teaching at university, which I did. And I loved. And so my first three years of university, I thrived. I loved every class. I loved the prac placements that we were sent on. Um, I couldn't get enough. I was obsessed and I loved it. And I continued to love it. Uh, But in my final year of university, um, when I was studying the course that I studied, we had to do two prac placements two seven-week placements in our final year, one in term two and one in term three. So it was a lot. Um, And I remember preparing for my first placement and realizing the amount of work that went into it um, and very quickly falling into a place of deep anxiety. And anxiety wasn't something that I had felt really. I'd, I'd felt worry in my life. I'd felt stress, you know, when I was dealing with a stressful situation, but anxiety wasn't something that was familiar to me. And so it was very scary. Uh, I was having panic attacks, uh, very frequently daily, if not more than once a day. Um, and so I was experiencing this up until I began that first placement and into the first few days. And the the placement was beautiful. The class was wonderful. My mentor was incredible. There was nothing that was actually uh, in air quotes wrong with the prac itself. It was just that it felt like a lot to my nervous system and I wasn't sure that I could handle it. And so I ended up speaking to my mentor um, and telling her that I wasn't coping. And that in itself was a massive help and helped to dissipate and dissolve a lot of the anxiety that I was feeling. And so I was able to finish that uh, placement very successfully and begin to prepare for my next placement. And I think 
uh, just knowing that I had that evidence that I could handle it, that I could do really well, that I could thrive, um, really helped me to prepare for my last one, which went so beautifully and is one of honestly the highlights of my life. Um, and uh, yeah, so I graduated university with amazing results and was excited to begin teaching. And my first year was part-time between a couple of schools. And I loved this as kind of a soft landing into teaching. And I loved both of the classes that I was in. They were both early childhood and I had the most wonderful time without having to be the one who was totally in charge and having all the responsibility. So I loved it as a way to ease myself in. And then I got a full-time placement for the year after that. And I was very excited. I couldn't wait to have my first class, um, a gorgeous group of year threes, which is my favorite year group to teach. And very quickly <laughs> within the first few weeks of that year, I felt the sink or swim anxiety again. I felt the overwhelm. Um, it became very intense very quickly. And again, this was perpetuated uh, from an inner feeling of this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. What if I can't cope? Uh, and so over the next few years of my first full-time years of teaching, I experienced emotional roller coaster after emotional roller coaster. So bouts of anxiety, um, bouts of panic attacks, uh, seeing a psychologist, going on medication. And it was very, very up and down. As much as I loved it, uh, I was struggling to cope. And so this took me a couple of years in to full-time teaching. And then I had gotten to a place where I was wondering to myself, how am I going to continue to do this for possibly the rest of my career? Um, I can't feel like this and continue to show up to this work um, and support my students in the best way. Like this just isn't working. And it was then that I started coming across the world of personal development. And it was almost like this overnight reminder that I, I was giving my power away to external sources and seeking external validation. It's almost like I was waiting for somebody to pull me out and for somebody to help me. Um, and I had this, it's almost re instant realization that I needed to come back to my power and that change was within me and that I was the point of power. And so I started delving into mindfulness, self-responsibility practices, self-awareness, self-compassion, all of these uh, amazing modalities and concepts that just revolutionized the way that I saw the world and the way that I saw myself and the way that I was interacting with the world and my job. And I began implementing all of these rituals and practices and support systems within my home life first. Uh, and then this started slowly petering into my school life. And it was like I couldn't access calm before that. Um, and accessing that feeling and embodying that feeling became so much easier. Um, 
And it didn't feel like I could sink or swim anymore. It felt like I was, I could float and I could um, do my best work as a teacher while also feeling good. And this was a revelation. And, you know, I've mentioned overnight realizations, um, but the practice of really embodying this and uh, living in this way wasn't overnight. This was months and months and years and years. Um, and it's a constant practice. And so it was only a matter of time before my school that I was working at started to realize that a shift had happened. Um, and my associate principal suggested that I undertake mindfulness training. And so that was something I did. Um, I studied mindfulness in education and I then began opening staff meetings with mindful rituals and practices and offering support to colleagues, which was very exciting. And before long, I was seeking ways that I could support others in an even bigger sense. And so I undertook my life coaching certification in 2017. I can't believe it's been that long with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. And that was just the most glorious uh, time ever. I was um, I was teaching full-time and studying coaching full-time, which I loved. And it was not long after that, that I launched my business. And the interesting thing is that when I launched my business as a coach, I wasn't initially considering working with teachers, but I took on a few pro bono clients um, when I began. And I noticed that the clients that I worked with that were teachers were seeing the most incredible results. Um, I mean, all of the clients were, but particularly the teachers, because I had this understanding of what they were going through. I could meet them exactly where they were at. And that seemed to just propel them forward even more so. And so I made the switch about eight months into my business to work solely with teachers. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And it's been the biggest joy. So I have been coaching clients one-on-one -on -one in that time uh, running workshops, PDs, online courses, uh, memberships. It's been just the biggest joy to work with teachers in this way. Um, and it wasn't until the end of 2020 where I realized that juggling both of these full-time occupations, so full-time teaching and uh, my business was becoming a little much. And so I resigned from my position at the end of 2020. And since then, I've been exploring all other ways to remain within education um, and also support teachers within my business. And so that has looked like uh, working um, as a uni supervisor for ECU, which I loved. It's looked like relief teaching. It's looked like short-term contracts. Um, but all throughout that, I have remained um remained so passionate about supporting teachers to unravel from the burnout to remember their brilliance to own their worth to show up with clarity and calm because it it just makes such a massive impact and the ripple effect is huge so that is what I do at the moment if you would like to learn more about how I can support you, you're a teacher that's relating to maybe the earlier parts of my story, 
and you would like help to cultivate that change and that calm, there are a few ways that you can work with me. One uh, is by purchasing the Mindful Teacher Bundle. So this is a beautiful self-care toolkit um, full of masterclasses and guided meditations and affirmations and journal prompts that you can use in your own time and you can utilize to really take that first step to kick burnout to the curb, to choose again and to show up for yourself. That's the first way. The second way is by booking in for coaching with me for teacher wellness coaching. And there are two options that I offer. One is the power hour session, which is a one-off session with me. We get really clear on what you're ready to let go of and what you'd like to create for yourself. We create goals for you and a myriad of action steps that you can implement over the coming months. And the other option is one-on-one long-term coaching with me. And this starts at three months, um, but can be extended. And this is where we really dive deep and I become your cheerleader, your biggest supporter, your accountability buddy. And we really dive deep into what's holding you back from thriving and support you to get there. So you can look in the show notes for links on how you can find out more about those. But I think to round out this conversation and your introduction to me, um, right now, what I'm really curious about and what you'll probably see unfold uh, within this series of the podcast, especially within my conversations with the amazing guests that I've got lined up, is that right now I'm really curious about opting out of urgency culture and this rush energy that we find ourselves in, um, especially in our Western society. I'm really interested in the courage it takes to truly live in alignment with your values. Uh, And I'm really interested in how it can keep on getting better, how it can get better and better and better. So that's what I'm exploring at the moment. Um, Some fun facts about me are that I am a Gemini, but I also share my birthday, my exact birthday with my beautiful husband, my incredible mum, and also one of my cousins. And so it's a very big day in our family. Um, I Another fun fact is that I have a debilitating phobia of frogs and toads, especially toads. I do not know where this began. Um, my family can't remember a time when this wasn't a thing for me. Uh, but it is debilitating, debilitating to the point that I remember I was in a geography lesson in high school and we were watching a documentary and there was a whole segment on frogs and I, I started crying and I had to turn away and I, I can't watch a lot of video footage of frogs, let alone be in the vicinity of a frog or a toad. So I don't know whether that's a fun fact. Um, it is a fact (laughs) about me. And the last one fact is that I have never learned to whistle. I can click, I can do all of the other baseline um, things that people can do. Whistling has always evaded me. I can't do it. I've tried many a time. I've had students try to teach me. Uh, It just doesn't seem to want to happen for me. So cannot whistle. That's a fact. So I would love to learn some interesting facts about you. If we do not know each other yet, I would love you to introduce yourself to me. So come on over to Instagram. Um, You can find the link to my Instagram in the show notes. 
And yeah, let's get to know each other. I can't wait to bring this podcast to you. Teaching with Soul has been in my orbit for years now. And I'm just so thrilled that it's finally coming to light and coming to your ears. So get excited for the rest of the first season. I have got the most beautiful conversations lined up for you with the most beautiful humans, as well as some solo episodes that can support you in real time to honor yourself and uh, add to your self-care toolkit. But until next episode, big love, beautiful teacher, and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening to Teaching with Soul. If you gained value from today's episode and want to learn more about how to truly lead a more mindful, calm and balanced life as a teacher, head to the show notes to find out more about teacher wellness coaching and how we can work together. And before you go, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review on your platform of choice. This will help Teaching with Soul reach even more educators around the globe and assist me on my mission of supporting teachers, just like you, to remember their brilliance, own their worth and cultivate calm. Until next episode, big love, beautiful teacher.